Okay, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad, the horror movie podcast that reviews the best and worst and everything in between in horror, one movie at a time. I'm your host, Otis, and tonight, like always, I am joined by the Spooky Movie Squad, and that consists of Katie. Hi. Emma. Oh, hey, caught me with my mouthful. <laughs> and Micah. A.B., sure I'm glad to see you. <laughs> so, so sit back and relax and enjoy our review of the 2012 American comedy horror anthology film produced by 26 different filmmakers around the world, the ABCs of death. 26 directors, 26 ways to die. Hit that music. Happy Spookies, everyone. This is episode 285, Illustrious Podcast, 15 Away in Chapter 2 in Anthology Horror. So I pulled from a back in the day episode. So Terrell and I, a lot of the time on Netflix, this is where we saw it. It's on Hulu now. But back in the day, we would just scour for scary movies to watch. And then our playlists of things they would recommend to you it was like you know legit horror and it'd be shitty horror and then weird horror and so one day Terrell's scanning through and he sees the cover of the ABCs of death and it is a winged monster reading a story to a little kid and he's like oh shit that looks awesome and we sat down and watched it and even from the beginning like oh it's 26 short stories you fuck yeah and through our viewing of this and the second one, uh, there were many moments of frowns, like, what the fuck was that? And uh, and laughs. And like, that was actually could be a legit movie. So it's it like I said, it runs the gamut of good, bad and poop shit, I will say. So for the uninitiated, this is an experiment. And so it was produced and written and directed by 26 different filmmakers around the world. And what they did was there were hundreds of people that submitted short stories to certain letters. And they chose the craziest, sometimes maybe not the best ones, just the weirdest ones. And so they just went with this crazy, just like rainbow coalition of stories. There is a, there is an ABCs of death 2.5 and it is all the letter m there were 564 submissions for the letter m and they choose i think the top i think they go 26 and they're like here's just the letter m that we had and we think they're really good but not good enough to be the letter m uh in abc's adept 2 m is like probably one of the best ones so it makes sense i'm curious how many people of those 564 chose the title m is for murder yeah probably like weak as fuck yeah but some people like we gotta think of a crazy letter and so uh yes i like to think that tons of people just tried and just tossed in you know some short story so there are tons of actual favorites of directors doing this we got ty west he did x and pearl and oh there was another movie he did he makes a poop one in this one 
and uh, Ben Wheatley, Lee Hardcastle, Adam Wingard. Hey, have you watched the the newest King Kong Godzilla movie? Yeah, he did it. And he makes a story about a duck. <laughs> Simon Barrett. There are so many people. The last movie that we reviewed, VHS Viral. Hey, you remember that story about the parallel monsters and the, the, the penises that look like turkey necks? Yeah, that guy, he does the first one. He does the A in this movie. So there are just tons of directors. And in the second one, they actually get tons of directors, artists, and just funny people to make stories for them. Uh, it's it's crazy. So, Katie, what did you think about the ABCs of death? Um, This was wild. And... I hope that the second one is better because a lot of these were just kind of meh. I feel like I've seen better horror short stories on YouTube done by just like creative ass people on YouTube for less money than they gave everybody for these movies or for these short movies. So it was okay. There were some of it. Some parts of this were really good and I could see them becoming full length films. But a lot of these were just like, bro, what the fuck? And I just couldn't get behind it. Micah. Yeah, that was kind of a slog. <laughs> I don't know. There there were a couple of like a couple of ones that were okay and clever. And some of them just felt like, hey, well, what can we what's the biggest shock value that we can actually do without being good shock value, I guess. I don't know. It just it certainly was. W was for it certainly was. Emma. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now that I saw it, I can comfortably and um, thoroughly uncomfortably say that I will never saw it again. <laughs> hey, when some you lose some. <laughs> I can't show you all the good ones, guys. Oh, so... no. No, that's what makes this interesting. It's I watch them and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so watching this uh, the first time, yeah, there were tons of like, oh, I was all right, I guess. I've seen worse. I've seen better. Seeing it this time, there were actually a couple of letters like I that popped out to me way more than it did when I was younger. Uh, S is a really good one. The, the ones that actually have some type of a metaphor and talks about problems in the world, those came out a lot better in this one. Uh, I actually, in the credits, the director talks about, yeah, uh, the horror isn't on the screen. It's actually in real life. And it's we'll we'll talk about that one later. But uh, yes, this is very random, very weird. Uh, you get everything in this. You actually get some solid ones. You get some really bad ones and you get some that you, that you probably don't want to show people. But, you know, that's that's the randomness of 26 short stories. They're not all going to be gems. Like I said, in the second one, there's some pretty fun ones in there. Uh, I, I think they kind of figure out what to pick for the second one. But like I said, we're talking about the first one here. Uh, it's it's a weird one. Just like when uh, there's a lot of anthology films I show people and it's like, yeah, this is, I wouldn't, this shouldn't be your first scary movie. This is very much a down the road, you know, <laughs> but no, it's, uh, it's an interesting one. And I knew when we did anthology 
stories, I wanted to show my friends this one just so, like, like Emma said, I'd be like, hey, I watched that. Because <laughs> one day that might pop up as like a fun fact or something with trivia. You'd be like, hey, I watched that shitty movie. <laughs> <laughs> so what we what we'll do is we will actually go over review every 26 story and we'll do that and then i have tasked my friends to tell which ones actually they dug and then uh, there are a couple that are absolute ass and then we'll talk about the ones we don't like and so just like any episode but there's gonna be 26 of them so this is gonna be a little bit a little bit of a journey so uh strap in strap in people is 26 stories that i'm gonna go over okay so we start our 26 movie i want to say marathon but that's not the right word for it our collection with a story so this one opens with a woman she just runs into a room (laughs) we see an old man and proceeds to just stab beat him throw hot oil on this man and just kick his ass and the person asks like why why are you why are you doing this to me and she says that she's been actually poisoning him for a long time because she wants him dead because she's seen the news and she's run out of time and then we see just screaming from outside the window and everything starts turning red so that means that a is for apocalypse our next story, we're in Spain, and one little girl, she can't go to sleep. And so her brother and his girlfriend tell her a very scary story about the abominable snowman. And then he comes out every night and gets the kids, but only the ones that stay up a little too late. So as she tries to go to sleep and they try to get it on, I guess he is the abominable snowman? Or he's just a crazy scary person outside? Gets into the house and kills the brother and his girlfriend and comes to the little girl's room. But she is faking like she is asleep and leaves her alone. So that means B is for Bigfoot. We are in Chile. And so we see a guy. He's just cleaning up this puddle of blood in his backyard. And at this point, he checks on like a noise in his house at nighttime doesn't see anything the next day he sees a hole in the bushes and gets a little too close and gets sucked into the hole and gets sent back in time to the night before and he is the one that makes a sound in his home and then later on he jumps another one of him and kills them and so the puddle of blood at the beginning was caused because of him it was a big old circle so that means C is for cycle. One of my favorites. We got a man. He is in a underground fighting ring situation. And he's got a dog tag named Buddy on him. And his next opponent is a big scary dog. And as the fight comes to a head, he shouts Buddy to the puppy. And the puppy's eyes clear up and he's like, hey, I know you. And then... The guy that was in charge sees all these pictures on the wall. This guy was looking for this dog the whole time. And his name is Buddy. And so, the guy and his dog Buddy turn around and proceed to kill everybody in the underground fighting ring. So that means... D is for dogfight. A real quick one. 
this guy kills a spider, well, tries to kill a spider and misses a couple times, and then he gets bit by the spider, and the wound gets bigger and bigger, and then tiny baby spiders come out of the wound, acting out of his body. That's really gross. And that means? E is for exterminate. We get one from Japan. So we have a little schoolgirl <laughs> and her teacher. So while they are, I don't know, working on their relationship, a deadly gas comes from the ground and kills anyone who inhales it. So the student and her teacher run into a building where the student wants to smell the teacher's farts and wants to die in her farts. So she gets sucked into like this, I don't know, fart world where her and the teacher make out. And that means... F is for fart. In Australia. This is actually a POV shot one. It's a pretty cool look. We get a man, he drives up to a beach, pulls out a surfboard and a bag full of bricks. And he straps the bag to himself and he rides out into the water where he drowns himself. The camera changes, and we see the surfboard bobbing in the water. That means... G is for gravity. Our next one is from Norway. And so it is a World War II setting, but instead of humans, it's all humanoid people things. So we have a bulldog that heads into a strip club, and he is having a great time checking out this fox naked fox woman lady thing <laughs> but the fox turns out to be one of his nazi nemesis and so he gets trapped over a electrified pool of water and right before he dies the voice of winston churchill in a little picture of a cute little chunky bulldog tells him tells him to keep calm and carry on and so the bulldog knocks out the fox into the pool of water where she melts and explodes. And he looks at the camera and gives it a wink. And that means... H is for hydroelectric diffusion. So, one of my favorites from Mexico. So we have a man and his wife is tied up in the bathtub. And so we, get, we actually get a speech about how her life is pretty fucked up and how things are going. And the man injects her with motor oil. And it causes her to bleed and vomit and die. And like I was saying, the monologue just talks about how her husband's abuse makes him a primal animal. And not any more of a man. And it's, it's a real good one. But that means... I is for ingrown. So another one from Japan. So we have an executioner. And he is preparing to decapitate a samurai so <laughs> the in japan there is a method called seppuku and so the samurai stabs himself in the stomach drags it up and off to the side i believe i don't think it's yeah it's up and to the side and if that doesn't kill you then the executioner will behead you if it gets to that point but as the samurai is doing the stabbing every like i don't know millimeter or inch they are making these like bizarre faces 
and the executioner is kind of like freaking out about the faces. And then the executioner cuts the samurai's head off and then starts to laugh. And that means J is for Jidaigeki. So our next one is from Denmark and it's a cartoon short. So we have a lady. She just used the toilet at a party and she f- discovers that a little little ball of poop refuses to be flushed. And so the poop is making these noises like it's alive. And so the lady is trying her best to flush this little poop down the, gra- the drain. And so as it sticks to the ceiling because it's hiding from her, it jumps back into her butt at high speed. Sorry. That was perfect. And she dies. So that means... K is for klutz. Our next one is from Indonesia and is one of my favorites of this. So we have a man. He wakes up naked and strapped to a chair with another naked man in the same position. And they are forced to masturbate to increasingly weird things. And whoever comes last gets impaled from the butt all the way through their head. So this man is doing his doing his best out here. And there seems to be a lady that's overseeing everything. She likes the guy, so she's helping him out when he just there's something real fucked up happening in front of him. Unfortunately, one of the times he wins, the chair malfunctions and stabs the guy that lost and the lady through her head. So now he's got like this guy in charge. And unfortunately for him, the last level is a child being assaulted. And our boy is like, I, I, I can't do it. And it seems like it's kind of weighted against him because a creepy old man is like, this is awesome. And so he loses. He wakes up in bed and a naked woman on top of him. And he's like, oh, man, I, oh, this is nice. And then she pulls out a chainsaw. So that means... Alice for libido. We got a quick one from the U.S. A lady is trying to unclog her toilet. And she finds a plunger and returns. And it reveals a dead fetus. So that means... M is for miscarriage. Our next one is from Thailand. And so we have a guy. He's flirting with his girlfriend. And he has a new parrot. And he proposes to her. But he uses the bird to like carry the ring over to her. And it's it's real cute. But then the parrot starts repeating other things. Like, don't be scared, my girlfriend. She'll never find out about this. And then the girlfriend pulls out a knife and starts stabbing him up. Which means... N is for nuptials. We got a story from Belgium. And it's a man and a woman. And they are having sex. And this is not like... I don't know, just a movie with sex. This is the pinky out, fancy, uh, I would say a step higher than the artful sex scene from The Dream Child, the Freddy Krueger movie. (laughs) That fancy, (laughs) fancy, fancy sex that we got. But there are bubbles, (laughs) leather, lots of moaning and breathing. I don't understand this one. No one does. And the man pulls out a belt and starts strangling the lady. And then she has an orgasm. So I guess it's just just a really nice night. So that means... O is for orgasm? (laughs) 
So we got one from the United Kingdom. So we have a prostitute that's taking care of her three children. And her boyfriend, seems like a pretty shitty guy, steals all of her saved up money. And so she takes up a gig to do bad things to little kittens. And that's actually physically bad things. Well, afterward, she has enough money to buy her kids the bikes and everything that they wanted. Which means... P is for pressure. So another one from the United States. And this one is Adam Wingard and Simon Barrett. And it's a meta story of them being pissed off because they got the letter Q. And everybody else has got easy ones. You know, M and P. There's all really cool words. But what the fuck do we use for Q? Then they decide that their story is going to have an actual murder happen in it. You know, all the other ones are like fake murders, like zombies and monsters. They're actually going to kill something. And then they're going to kill a duck on film because no one gives a shit about animals. <laughs> so as they are out in the desert, one of the guns goes off and then the other guy shoots the other guy. So they both die and the, and the boom mic guy runs off into the desert and a duck sits there alive, which means Q is for quack. Our next one is from Serbia. So this is the fancy pinky out story about a man and his skin produces film rolls of film so it produces movies and so he's covered in bandages and everyone loves him well i guess they love his skin because it makes movies and i don't know if they can make movies any other way but apparently his skin is starting to produce less and less because it's just they're just constantly skinning this man so he decides he's going to escape and he uses some film and makes a bullet out of his film. So I guess he can make things with his skin and uses a gun and fights his way out. He makes it to a train yard and kills himself by getting crushed under one of the trains. And then it starts to rain blood, which means R is for removed. Our next one's from the UK. And so we have... A lady named Roxanne, and she kidnaps Lulu from an abandoned home in the desert. And so she is being chased by a hooded figure, a very scary-looking monster. So after driving a couple times and running out of gas, Roxanne tries to bargain with this man. But he's like, nope. And he says that she gave him a run for his money. She takes his hand, and we see that that was all in her head. And she is in a drug den. And she died. So that race and that fight was against her addiction and her overdose. And then Lulu wakes up. She takes the drugs and now she is in the desert. Which means... S is for speed. So another one from the UK. This is a claymation short. And so we see a kid being taught how to use the toilet. And he gets real terrified about it. Because in his dream, this toilet grows teeth and eyeballs and kills the parents and jumps at the kid. So he's really terrified about using the toilet. And so he has to go really bad. And so he decides he's going to use the toilet for real. A loose screw scares the shit out of him and his head gets stuck in between the toilet seat. Dad comes in and starts laughing. But then the toilet tank comes loose and crushes the kid's head. And the dad starts screaming, which means T is for toilet. 
So, another one from the UK. This is the second story shot from a point of view perspective. And this one is from the point of perspective of a vampire. So, vampire comes out of the coffin and a mob tries to kill it. It bites a few people, runs off, and finally takes a flaming arrow and gets knocked out. So the vampire wakes up, has its teeth pulled out, and it's staked, and its head gets cut off. Which means... U is for unearthed. Our next one is from Canada. So it is a future 2035, so far ahead. And women, they must petition the government for permission to bear children. So kind of like in Starship Troopers, where you have to, uh, to get citizenship, you have to do some time in the military. So we find out why they have the kind of permission to get permission to bear children. It's because it seems like the babies or not, maybe not all babies. Well, they get powers and they're like octopi baby things. So she has a robot and she's hunting down these families and apparently they get psychic powers. And so this baby it gets like ripped apart but then the head turns it's still alive and it's possessing power and uh, it's so fucking weird it's such a weird story and the dad tells the lady that she is the mother of this new baby but it's just the head it's it's, it's weird and that means v is for vagitus the cry of a newborn baby so a story from the united states this is the one that has a very adult swim feel and there were people there involved that did adult swim episodes for things so we see that the guy john is working on an animated short related to the letter w and he keeps coming up with things like oh there's like a warrior woman and she's got a sword she's covered in blood and then his friends and crew members are like hey man you need to come to the to the conference room and watch the news dude and we see that Everything outside starts to just devolve. We see zombie clowns, puppets in hell, chemtrails, a warrior woman fighting a giant walrus, and a flying baby monster. And the newscast is just talking about the end of the world. Uh, John's head's cut off, and then he just yells, what the fuck? So, that means... W is for WTF. So, a story from France. We we meet up with Gertrude. She's an overweight woman, and she is walking back to her home in France, and everyone is just making fun of her size. And so she is bombarded by images of thin women everywhere. So she gorges herself on food before she starts to cut the fat off of her body, and not in a healthy, I'm going to exercise way, no, she actually gets sharp objects and cuts the fat off her body. She gets out of the bathtub and she is a legit skeleton with meat in certain places, but she's a legit skeleton. And she does a pose and smiles and, and then she fucking dies. Which means... X is for XXL. So our next story is from Canada and it is backed by... I don't know, 80s beats the whole time. I don't think there's any legit words to the story. But we meet up with a janitor that has a, an affinity for young boys. He's a, he's a mess. And so he is watching these kids play basketball. And while that's happening, we get a flash 
back, flash forward, well, no, a flashback to the janitor with a young boy hunting a deer, and then we, it's implied that he sexually assaults this boy while they are hunting the deer. So, as the boys are done playing basketball, he goes over to the bench and licks their sweat off of the bench, and then the boy, after dealing with this janitor in the woods, comes back with the head of the deer and stabs him in the face, which means... Y is for Young Buck. And our last story is from Japan. And so, <laughs> a mysterious man named Dr. Strangelove, L-U-V, not L-O-V-E, like the old movie, he is showing the positive aspects of American culture and how it relates to Japan. And so, we get rice, sushi, topless women, lots of penises, and penises with knives in them. Pieces that shoot rice out like it's semen. Lots of weird, weird stuff. And that's it. And that means... Z is for Zetsumetsu. Extinction. So, Katie, what were some of your favorite stories from the ABCs of death? So, I really only liked four of the 26 Mm. uh, that really stood out to me. And they are D is for dogfight, N is for nuptials, Q is for quack, and X is for XXL. They were fantastic. The four of those were great. And I would love to see any. I mean, dogfight was good as is, as like a three minute movie. I don't need any more of that. It told a story, a complete story in those three minutes. Great. N for nuptials was wild. Uh, It didn't necessarily, like, again, that was a full story in three minutes. It was great. Didn't need a whole thing. Oh, with the parrot, yeah. With the parrot, yeah. (laughs) Um, Q is for quack. It was fucking great. It was just so goddamn absurd. And I would for sure just watch more, like, a longer version of that. It doesn't need to be more than, like, ten minutes. But I would for sure watch, like... (laughs) The other five minutes of them trying to figure out Q is for quack. And then X or XXL is on here because that one was probably the most poignant to me. Um, It was very telling of the culture, just of the world and how we treat plus size women and the just impossible beauty standards that women are upheld to. She is just walking through the street, just existing. And every person that she comes across is just like talking shit and calling her a pig and being a bitch to her. And then she gets home and basically on loop through her whole walk home is just this ad for, I don't know, some bathing suit or model or some shit. And is just talking about how this model is like super thin and how she continues to be super thin. And then this girl... The bigger girl like binge eats because she feels depressed and then she goes and binge eats fat specifically. Yeah. And then she goes to her bathroom and she cuts off her fat and the makeup artistry alone when she comes out of that shower with all of her fat cut off was worth a million bucks. Like she looked so like horrific fantastic and horrific when she came out of that thing 
Like they did such a good job. You could tell their entire budget was spent just on that <laughs> that section. Like her walking through it, they didn't pay anybody anything. Like she walked through the town and they just told like, I don't know, their cousins or whoever, like, hey, walk through and just tell this person that you don't you don't like them because they're fat. Great. They didn't spend any money on that part. They spent all of their $5,000 right on that, like the scene of her cutting off and trimming all of her fat. And it was just fucking chaotic and wild. Fantastic. Micah. Um, I pretty much agree with everything you said, not surprisingly. <laughs> um, my two favorites that I chose were Q and S. Q for just the sheer hilarity and the meta-ness of them of them literally sitting there and going like, Well, what the hell do we do? Q? What the hell is that about? Five hundred dollars get out of here. You know, yeah. like, it, it just it, it was so funny. And then the way it ended was just gold with especially with the sound guy running off into the distance just carrying the boom mic. Like what the hell? Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, it was great. It was super meta. <laughs> um which one did you say that they direct? Oh, the Godzilla movie? Yeah, that tracks. That was a train wreck, too. But, you know. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, anyway. Um, S was super... S reminded me a lot of um, Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. That was dark. That was a super good dark story. And, you know, they, they only had a few minutes and, and it got, you know, crunched together. All that kind of stuff. So like given time i mean that basically could have just been like the um i don't know the pilot for, <laughs> for requiem say, for a dream <laughs> but that could have literally been a dare program commercial yeah that was a hell of an ending i, I really enjoyed that one um what was it the nuptials one was was that was that was good um it reminded me of uh shorzy with big sexy <laughs> <laughs> big sexy <laughs> yeah and what what was the other one um oh x for xxl yeah that one was was super on the nose but drove home a really really powerful point so it i don't know it, it it's hard because you have stuff like that scattered toward you know throughout this movie mostly towards the back half of this and it's surrounded by some that were just like, what the fuck was that? Why did, yeah. you know, so it, it it's so jarring when you actually see one that you're like expecting every single one to be whatever the hell came before it. And then when you have one that's like, oh shit, actually, you know, the, the um, S for speed, it was almost like, it almost set itself up like, uh, uh, what was it, Grindhouse? Yeah, and so I got I got that vibe from it to begin with, and then you know I was like I was gonna say, wow, this has got the best uh, practical effects of all of the movies, and so that was, and then to to have that twist at the end of what it was, just a drug trip. That that was that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. So was, yeah. Emma. Oh, okay. Um, Nuptials. I liked the parrot because <clears throat> it was a parrot and it was really funny uh q for obvious reasons and x because it pissed me off yep yeah katie was threatening everybody in the movie oh yeah no x was making me real i'm like bitch i've lived that shit that is unrealistically accurate just no thank you 
the ballsiness of all the people talking to her like to say it to her face and to like get in her face about it like all of those people would have met my fucking hand to their throat like correct you're just getting throat chopped you don't talk to people like that like you got an opinion about the way somebody else looks keep to your fucking self give your balls a tug and shut the fuck up <laughs> if you really have to say it somewhere get yourself a notebook and just write it the fuck down and don't say it or just yeah dear diary today it. i saw a fat woman and then reread it to yourself and think about how much of an asshole you are okay so i have six of them uh but there's a couple more like i said that have changed as i have grown older uh s is for speed was actually one i didn't really dig it uh, the first time I watched it, but now watching it now, I'm like, that's fucking great. It's it's a metaphor for fucking trying to avoid dying. Like, you know, you're on a fucking drug trip trying to stay alive. You know, she's fighting to not die. So yeah, running away from the Grim Reaper. Yeah. So I'm going to start up at the top. Uh, the first one, A is for Apocalypse. When it started, I was like, what's happening? And then she starts just whomping her dad, trying to kill him. And I was like, what is this? And she was trying to save him from the end of the world she's like it's getting bad out there i was trying to kill you before but now it's like the end of the world i don't want you to see that so i was like oh she was trying to be nice but she was being bad before it was just weird i was like that was really cool uh but then instead of killing him she just ended up fucking torturing the poor yeah like oh the 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 burning hot oil to the face was just like oh no (laughs) yeah she was not good at killing uh she was actually horrible at it uh, uh d is for dogfight that was fucking cool that he was just in this underground den looking for his dog and finally found it and was like it's me and they're like let's go kick some ass i was like that was really cool i is for ingrown so that was the one the director actually wrote something at the end in the credits so they said 2015 women murdered in the last 10 years in mexico 200 women a month the horror is not on the screen so eyes for ingrown was just showing a husband just torturing his wife for uh, they probably said they were married yeah they were ma- they there was a scene where their wedding rings were right next to each other oh okay yeah um she did something uh she maybe she didn't do anything but then just puts motor oil in her body and i was like fuck man and i was like yeah that's fucking happens you know so uh that always got stuck with me uh l is for libido (laughs) so uh l's a mess it was directed written and directed by the same guy from vhs2 that did safe house so the one where they're running from that cult and the weird goat baby comes from that lady's body and that was a really good one yes so it's the same the same director so he's known for doing weird cults weird shit and um the cult leader was actually the creepy pervy guy at the end that wins the uh the beat off the last beat off uh, that's the same guy so i think a couple of people in this short were from safe house and all that stuff uh was, safe that, haven. was that the one where they like try to save the girl and then she disappears outside the car and no that was uh uh oh what was it saturday the 14th i think it was called or something uh it was the one it was uh indonesia and they they're interviewing that cult oh that one yeah, yeah. that really really oh, good one and then the okay. wild ass shit in the cult happens yes okay that one all right yeah. i remember that one yeah. so that's the same director 
uh, first time Terrell and I watched this, I was like, are they, is this a race to see who gets off first? I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then it just got worse and worse. I'm like, oh my God. And then we were cheering for the guy, like, please win, please win. And I'm like, oh, I can't win like that. And the guy was just like, I'm out, I'm going to die. And I was like, fuck, he's going to, he's going to lose. And then he did. And I was like, fuck, he almost made it. So, uh, but actually my, probably the number one is you is for unearthed. So it is a first person view from a vampire's perspective. Uh, they open up the coffin and the vampire is trying to like get away. And it's like four people doing their best to kill this vampire as it's like reanimated. It's fucking cool. Uh, I, it, I guess it was supposed to be some secret. They're like, oh, a cross, holy water. Oh, it's a vampire. And then, you know, they wait till the end. It's like they pulled out the teeth. And I was like, oh, yeah, it was a vampire. Yeah, they pulled out the teeth. They used the holy water. They Yeah, but it was really fucking cool to see. Chant at it. Like the, the first person perspective of the villain. You don't get that a lot in movies. So I thought that was really cool. Uh, they could have shown it from just one of the good guys. Easy. So and another honorable mention is why is for Young Buck. So that's the one with the 80s styled music and the weirdest janitor you'll ever see. And he's just being a the just grandpa. being a doodler and a, and a pedophile. And he gets his comeuppance. Uh, I just thought it was just really cool music and just visuals. It was looked really awesome. So that one was like the fucking cringiest. Yeah, the, the bench with the sweat. Yeah, it's Ugh. a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> so, Katie, which one? Or which stories were your least favorite? Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> we're going to start with F is for fart. Yeah, that's what I'm going to start with. <laughs> so, generally, it was okay. It wasn't that bad. But rule number one is don't fuck the kids. And the woman was a goddamn teacher having a clear romantic relationship with one of her students. And that is fucking gross. Fail. Auto- automatic fail for me. Next one. L is for libido. I like it. <laughs> I know you did. I. It was okay. It was fine. Until the moment they brought out a child. Oh, yeah. And had him be raped and expect the other two people to beat off to him. To beat off to that. That, no. Nope. Nope. Immediate worst. Immediate it was bad. This next one, I told Emma just not to watch it because she didn't need to watch it. And I'm just, I'm not even going to talk about it. And I'm just going to say M is for miscarriage. And that's it. Oh, it's for orgasm because what the fuck was even happening? Yeah, we were confused. That did not make a lick of sense. What were the bubbles about? The just what what even was that? P is for pressure. I liked it. I did not. And then Z is for Zetsumetsu. <laughs> yeah, no, that was just not okay. A lot of penises. Yeah. Yeah, lots and lots. Which is very progressive. (laughs) You know what Z reminded me of? It reminded me of that uh, episode of uh, South Park where they're talking about gluten and how it makes your dick shoot off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, look, look. There it goes. His dick shot off. (laughs) Oh, that was so weird. Yeah. 
Uh, Micah. Yeah. Uh, F is for fart. That was. <laughs> I was like, oh lord, we're, we're getting into uh, all. I kept thinking again of South Park, and I was like, no, 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 it's just ectoplasm. I'm just looking at Brazilian <laughs> fart porn, like yeah. <laughs> oh lord, that was something, and 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 it was like, okay, well, this is just awkward and whatever the hell it is until she got sucked into the fart and then it was like oh no what is happening and then they're making out into the fart yep no they weren't making out she stuck her tongue in her face and the other one sucked it lord in a fart oh while farting yikes i can only dream of being so relaxed oh yikes i mean that was kind of the, the big one but um, <coughs> i think if it's going to end like that i would prefer the pucker m m was the robot one right no v v was v, the robot one. yeah v, v is the robot. the robot one how they did the kid was no 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 but and then it just turned out to be a freaking almost like a uh what, what was that uh kung fu hustle <laughs> yeah and then it was like but also star wars like what what is happening with this in robocop like what is going on with this it was it was super too many ideas and what they did it, I'm gonna it be was glad that I did an not unnecessary that. visual yes be glad uh p for pressure unnecessary again just like I, I know they're going for shock factor, but you can do so many things that will shock people. Yeah, the cat, without, the kitten. Yeah. I did not need that. No, no thanks. Uh, Z Z was that was something. I, I see I don't, you've played knifey penis before. <laughs> blasted off in space. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I, oh, I feel drained after that after watching that it really was the brain power to watch the whole thing was a lot it, it that was like a, a oh, we a, contemplated many times just being like why don't you guys oh my this? god it was it was just like a mental hurdle to get through that <laughs> <laughs> boy howdy emma what you got <laughs> uh well i didn't like d because i didn't like the dog fighting the person part of the dog fight it made me upset uh, <clears throat> at least F it had was, a happy ending. F was wrong on all the levels that have already been discussed. G was gross. Uh, L was wrong for all the things. Which one was G? I don't remember what it was called. Let me look it up. Oh, oh, the surfer one, yeah. Oh, yeah, where the surfer commits suicide. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. He had bricks in his backpack. He filled his backpack full of bricks and they went surfing. Jesus. Oh. See, I didn't notice that part. Well, now I feel bad. Um, I didn't like it anyway. Uh, L was disgusting, and then I literally wrote every other single letter. Because, <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. Another one that really caught me off guard was H is for hydroelectric diffusion. Yep. <laughs> that one was wild as shit oh my god what the first time we tried I, to I, watch this we started it and i made it to like through d and then i fell asleep and when i woke up it was at the beginning of h 
So I opened my eyes and it's just these fucking like furries doing a yeah. script tease. And I was so goddamn confused. But also Nazis for some reason. Yeah, like- Nazi furries <laughs> doing a script tease. So I didn't realize that one was H. I thought it was I for a while. And I kept telling Mike, I was like, what is this? And he goes, uh, interspecies erotica. And I was like, <laughs> like that would have been a winner but alas here we are <laughs> you're gonna Otis, you're gonna have to explain because some of these i just i don't know my my brain was melting out the side of my head so like i missed i missed the surfer one i missed the whole point of that i just kind of saw one, it happen yeah. and it was like okay well what now what that was it what happened what yeah. what was I, what was i about i he like injected her with something and then yeah uh, oh. uh motor oil he literally killed her with motor oil. He injected it into her bloodstream and it broke down her entire system. So it says ingrown. So it could be either the oil growing in her body at that point. But I think it's just more like the violence is just inherently just ingrown. It's just inside of people. I think that's the big metaphor of the word ingrown. Uh, but yeah. I mean, it was brutal, but it was, yes, yeah, it was. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't catch the point of it. Yeah, it's it, some of them. It, that's the kind of problem with doing such a short, short. It's like some things kind of get lost in it. Yeah, it should have been D is for domestic violence is what it should have been. Yep. Yeah, but it's such a simple word for it. It's so easy. And, and I should have been. I found my dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 I think it's technically supposed to be one word, even though hydro hydroelectric diffusion, but they had hyphens in it. So technically it was just one word. No, hydroelectric diffusion. That's oh, that was words. true. Okay. So I guess <laughs> it isn't a rule just for one word, but Yeah. And uh, W is for what the fuck, so That's a good one. I like that. That one's wild as hell. <laughs> it were clown zombies. <laughs> I know. That one was so chaotic. I felt like I was just watching adult swim. It does yes. the exact same thing. I, I was like, wow, this is some real adult swim level cartoon network shit we're going on. It right was now. for real. It was like somebody hired the guy who did too many cooks and was like, make make a legit horror film. You've got five minutes. Like just make some wild shit. Yeah. So, I was waiting for John C. Riley to be the guy at the end. Or like, yeah. oh yeah. He, like so the writer and director of W is for what the fuck? He was the main guy, so the one who was like, uh, it's about a warrior woman, and she covered in blood. He did it, and he actually did tons of episodes of shows on Adult Swim. That so this was tracks. this was absolutely an Adult Swim letter. He it also like, kind of reminded me once again. I keep, I, man, at least I'm consistent. But another South Park one where they're the cheesing episode. Yep, like Kenny has that like flashback to that like '70s oh style, God. like the the rocker the chick boobies. thing with the oh heavy metal yeah. yeah 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 you got two tickets to paradise <laughs> <laughs> heavy metal uh we gotta do heavy metal one day it's a it, they made two movies and it looks exactly like that oh geez and it's I'm, awesome I'm assuming that was what the reference was and oh absolutely episode. it looks yeah. just like it i think they may have got the artist that did the original to come back and do it <laughs> doing my daughter with an awesome bubage <laughs> <laughs> awesome <Ooh>. <laughs> so there are two that popped out 
So Z is for Zetsumetsu. Uh, it was just absurd. And the director of it, he's known for doing wild shit like that. So that was just right up his alley. He helped, he either wrote, directed, or did the effects for Tokyo Gore Police. It is an absolute journey of a horror movie. Uh, <laughs> it's like penis knives and swords. It's like that. So that's when that happened, I was like, that's like that one. Oh, he did that. That tracks. Penis swords. <laughs> yeah. And I stopped like really trying to get it. I was like, yeah, this guy, this is what he does. This body horror and weird shit. That's that's his MO. So I stopped really trying to get it at that point. And then R is for removed. So that's the one where the guy he kept getting his skin transplanted off his body because his skin turned into film, I guess. Yeah. And then he gets away. I didn't get it. There's probably some big metaphor to it. That doesn't make. But sense. he had the he had the Clint Eastwood poncho going on, so yeah, that I kept popping up, and I, then he pulls out a six shooter. I yeah. said R is for really and nice poncho. O- Otis and I have been playing <laughs> Jedi Survivor, and so kept, uh, the poncho thing has been brought up more than <laughs> a few times. So. <laughs> What a poncho! <laughs> and every single website that I've looked up, because I really—it sounds so stupid, but I really want a poncho so fucking bad. But and every single place that sells ponchos, every single one of them has Clint Eastwood style ponchos as well as you know other other designs. But yeah. you, you got to put the most thing. famous one out there. <laughs> yeah, it's a sweet ass poncho, man. But ours for removed was just weird, uh, just like O is for orgasm. Uh, I, I I like to think that I can kind of figure out what people mean you know when they make a movie i'm like oh that's a metaphor for child loss or or dementia okay i get it and some of them like it's bubbles lady gets choked at the end i I guess it's like rough sex and she still got off at the end or she died but dying in like shakespeare plays was having an orgasm so maybe that's the metaphor i don't know i i don't know you know, so those two really confused me. Uh, F is for fart. The second the first fart happened and her like skirt absolutely came up. I laughed and I was like, this is, this is what we're doing today. OK. And then just the farts got worse and worse. I was like, yep, I just accepted that. I was like, yeah, this is just a fart story. So I, I didn't I tried not to really rack my brain about the fart one. I just knew it was going to happen. So, uh, yeah, it was weird. <laughs> so. Let us do seven word synopsis. So I have two of them. My first one is, did that penis pop out a sword? (laughs) (laughs) And then was actually pretty competent with the sword. Uh, And my last one is, I'd watch a first person vampire movie. I'd absolutely watch that. That'd be really fucking cool. to just see just attacks and fighting from that perspective. I'd probably throw up on myself because it's a lot of shaking. But I'd still watch it. Well, and they move really fast. Yeah, I'd probably throw up. And they fly. Yeah. That'd be fun because you just like stick the camera or use the camera of a drone and then just like speed it up because vampires are to go hella fast. Yeah. Trademark, trademark. <laughs> Katie. Okay. Um, too many directors chose violence against children. Give people 5K, they will make porn. <laughs> so how many dongs do you need and how small like 20 of these 26 films were just that was just porn like there were so many fu- like 
Why? Hey, at least they were equal. There were more dicks in this than breasts. Gotta be proud yeah, about that. I'm not. <laughs> Why would I be proud about that? I don't. Horror movies do not need nakedness to be good. Saying the ABCs of death and all of these people were just fucking dongs out, ABCs tits of out, dicks. Just wild as hell. And it didn't need to be that. But all of these fucking directors chose that. Micah. <laughs> so this one has become the new thing that every time I, I have to have to uh, sit in another room for a minute. Now we're always going to say, call the plumber now. <laughs> it's an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> that stupid claymation video was just absurd. <laughs> but then again, it also added to child violence. Why? Yeah. At least it was claymation. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Thank God. Oh my God. That one reminded me of, I don't, I don't know if anybody out there in podcast land has ever dived down deep in the old school YouTube uh, era, like 2006 era uh, Knox's corner. It was just this dude who made like a bunch of crude stop animation with clay figures and they were like these little blue figures that he just did oh, no, absurd things oh, with oh, 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 oh. and it's like comedy fucking gold on some of them some of them are just absolutely absurd well they're all pretty absurd but some of them you're just sitting there going like oh my god this is great and, and i have watched them you know as far as a couple years ago and they, they, they they're still pretty damn funny but if anybody gets a chance to go dive down old school youtube Look up Knox's corner. <laughs> or don't. Or don't, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, and then this one was just the, the perfect tag for this entire movie. And it came from the letter Q. And it was, none of this is working. Fucking disaster. <laughs> yep. Uh, I have a few. <clears throat> Creepy alphabet soup intro was a lot. Knock, knock. Who's there? Death fucking what? <laughs> a fart from the ass of God. <laughs> I could not with that when it said black gas is a fart from the ass of God. I was like, pause. Hard stop right now. What <laughs> just happened? Logical answer to knife penis? Vagina carrot. Yeah, and then made soup. Yeah. And then my alliterative alpha assemblage avoids all allure almost automatically. Sweet. <laughs> so with this one, there was a passing sentence about the budget of this movie in Q is for quack. And they say 5,000 bucks to do these. So that could be what it is. I think we did a little bit of uh, Googling about it. And so that was what the budgets were for so what was so the because all of they all they ever say is that it was five thousand per film it ended up being a hundred and thirty thousand dollars for the whole movie for all of the directors um but then my guess when i before i knew that there wasn't really any budget information anywhere i guessed a hundred and fifty thousand dollars because that extra 15 like there had to be someone putting together everything at the end oh you're right and put and like editing them all together adding in the tiles that had their uh the titles of each of the films 
um, because that wasn't done by the individual directors. That was done by like whoever put the film together and then putting in the credits and doing all of that stuff. So I guessed like another 5,000 for that person or for the, that group of editing people. And then like, I guessed, I don't know, 10 to 15,000 for editing to put, or for advertising to like put it up in theaters and shit. So the person that got this all together, his name is Ant Timpson. And so he's best known for producing Apes He's a Death, Turbo Kid. That is a really fucking awesome film. Micah, you would like this. It's a, a post-apocalyptic world where it's just like kids. And this, uh, it's like in the 80s. So everything's like 80s-ish. The music's like that. But it's this kid just trying to survive in a world where it's just falling apart. And he finds a fucking super suit. And he's trying to like be a hero in a world that doesn't like heroes. It, but Turbo Kid. I believe it's still on Netflix. It's really fucking good. <laughs> and then uh, Deathgasm. We're going to do that one day. It's like a metal group. They read from like the Book of the Dead. And then now they have to fight off a uh, a demon. <laughs> so that's another good one. We're going to do that at some point. Uh, but yeah, he's the one that... Oh, it's on... Turbo Kid is on Peacock right now. So uh, Ant Timpson, it said from the Nightmare of Ant Timpson, so he probably thought up something like this. But like I said, it's a pretty cool idea. So there was a box office because this popped up at the Toronto International Film Festival in 2012. And then in 2013, it was released on Video On Demand and in some theaters March 8th. So does anybody have any guesses about the box office or some type of number for it? I said a hundred and fifty dollar dinks because I guessed exactly what I guessed my budget was going to be because I don't think this movie made a ton, but it had to make a decent chunk of change because they made a second one and mm-hmm. also a number two and a half. So I don't know. Uh, did you did Micah Emma? Did you come up with any idea for this? I said five hundred dollar dinks. Two hundred dollar dinks. What? So from what I could see, the box office was $21,832 reading. Why the fuck did they make another one? If this thing made like one, not even one fifth of its budget, one sixth of its budget. But that's that's the, the beauty of these movies that come out to a film festival. So I think the money that they got was later, like an afterthought kind of situation like well we already released it and then like you know half a year later they're like do you want to like try this out in theaters like yeah sure and it made that money so they were already good people like gave it like good reviews a lot of the reviews were like it's good it's very spotty um it's weird it's like a sandwich of shit like the good ones are like just in between really bad ones but there's some solid stories in this and so but that's kind of what they say about a lot of anthology films. It's like it's very uneven, but there's some really good ones. There's gold in them, in them hills. You just got to search for it. So I just think that's kind of what happened is this was like afterthought money. They're like, oh, it's already out. Let's see if we can get anything from it. Uh, do we have a story like from the producers or anything as to why they kept going and making more? Or like, uh, it seems I mean, like there, they just there's a couple of directors that 
you know, did decent level directing, you know, and so it's like, is this something that like directors themselves wanted to just do something fucking wild and then go off and do their real Hollywood thing or <laughs> yeah, it's it's so weird. So I'll I'll tell you with the second one, one of the producers, his name is Tim League, and he's actually the founder of Alamo Draft House Cinema. No so shit. they're the ones that get really cool premieres. And so he helped produce the second one with Ant Timpson. So I just think that it was a really fun idea. And I could honestly see this pop up at Alamo Draft House. And it's like, hey, you want to watch 26 like short stories? Uh, probably the majority is going to be absolutely terrible, dude. But do you want to watch this tonight? Like, yeah, yeah, I want to see that. And just get drunk and just laugh at farts and stuff like that. Uh, I I will say the second one got way better reviews because I think they picked a little, they tried a little bit harder with what they picked, but I just think that people enjoyed it and it was different. No one's tried to do 26 short stories in one movie. So I think it was just such a cool idea that they couldn't help but try again with it. Um, They did do a two and a half with just, you know, the submissions for M. So there were tons of directors that really wanted their movie in it. So I just think just based off of that, just directors are like, fuck yeah, I'll make like a five minute short story. I don't care. So I just think it, it seems like it's a lot of fun for the directors, probably more than the viewers of it. I don't know. I, I guess making a five minute movie, it must be fun to do because <laughs> a lot of them like gladly did it. But I don't know. I never made a movie, so I don't really know. So for Minority Kill Count, fuck. I'm going to leave. I might watch it again and count it out. So I would say zero Mm -hmm. because each of the movies where they were made, the people that were in those movies were not the minority. You're right. I don't think there were any that were like okay, we're, everyone in this movie is, in this section of the film is white, and then the person, like, one person is black, or, like, there was none of that. It was like, oh, the entire cast of this is Japanese. Oh, the entire cast of this is just Anglo-British people. Like, it was all, like, very the same. That is true. There wasn't a lot of, like, racial diversity throughout any of these films. Okay. Well, except in uh, uh, D is for or B is for buddy or D is for dogfight. Sorry, D is for dogfight. The definitely minorities in that one. Oh, you're right. You're right. D is for dogfight. So one. So the new number is three hundred and forty-five, and a Tito turtle and a house and a plane full of vampires. So does anybody have anything else to say about the ABCs of death before we get out of here? It was wild. Just skip on through to the second one, guys. Although, if you're listening to this, you you probably watched it. So that's welcome, true. Welcome to the other side. Yeah, hey, you did it. Yeah, we did it. We did it. We got there. I don't know what we get out of it, but we got there. So, with that, that is the end of this episode. So, if you have any other cool fun facts about, I don't know, penis swords or farting and. People going inside of your body and I don't know, wearing you like a Joe Dirt trench coat. I don't know. (laughs) 
you Nazi furries. Yeah, Nazi furries. Uh, you can tweet us at Alan Town Pod. We have an email. It is Alan Town Presents at gmail.com. Wait, I Facebook at Alan Town Presents. So that was episode two hundred eighty-five in the pocket in the books, out of sight. So. The music you listen to right now, that is Flipping the Combined Effort. Flipping the CE anywhere you can search for them. Studio Pizzas, thank you so much for the artwork. So, next week, we are coming back with the ABCs of Death Part 2. Boy, howdy, I can't wait for them to see letter F and letter I and M. Boy, howdy, there's some really good ones in this one. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm very pumped. Uh, I think the reviews from my friends will be a a lot better actually um there isn't anything kid related in the second but i think they learned a lesson with all of that so um it's really fun so like always thanks so much for listening and we, we will be back next week with another 26 short story movie okay bye guys bye Toots? please please dear god don't send us anything about nazi furries Unless we'll have to call the plumber, because it's an emergency.